0: It's The Eclectic Monk, brought to you by Sludge, the coffee-like drink enjoyed by dozens. Remember, choosy slurpers slurt sludge. And now your host, The Eclectic Monk. Well, greetings, fellow travelers, and welcome to The Eclectic Monk. On this episode of The Eclectic Monk, we're looking at love songs by lovely ladies. In fact, I want to lay out a series of five love songs written from the female perspective that kind of tell a story. The first one comes from Janice Ian. Janice Ian gave us At 17 off her Between the Lines album in 1975. This is probably, I don't know, one of the most angsty songs ever written. It's basically the story of a 17-year-old girl looking at the fact that she has acne, no dates, and all of the cute girls are going out. And it's it's written from the perspective of an older woman looking back at that period of her life where things were just so hard and so difficult. I think one of the things about this song that really touches me, and it's, I know, weird for a guy to actually like these kind of songs, but it... it really strikes a chord because you realize that this is a common experience that so many people had as teenagers when you realized you just weren't popular and you weren't popular because you just didn't look right or you didn't think right or act right or dress right. There was a number of reasons why you just didn't fit in. And I think as we grow older, we can look back and realize that none of us really fitted in very well except for the exceptional few. So, at 17, by Janice Ian, opens up our story. It's the story of a girl who's sitting at home, waiting for someone to call, making up lovers on the phone, who murmur vague obscenities. And it isn't what you think. It's not all that it seems. At 17, as Ian would so bluntly put it. I think this is an important song. I think it uh, it went to number one in 1975. It was a big hit for her, probably the biggest hit she ever had. And it still resonates when you listen to it today because the feelings of isolation, the feelings of loneliness, and that feeling of just not fitting in. It still permeates our culture. In fact, in ways, I think it's even worse now than it was in 1975. And Ian, of course, was writing about her experiences in the late 60s. So, you know, things never change. The more things change, the more they stay the same, as people say. Our next song is from the wonderful Carol King. Now, Carol King was a great songwriter with her first husband in the 1960s. Uh, into the 70s. But in 1971, she released the wonderful album called Tapestry. It was actually her second album that she released. And on that album, there's this song, Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? Now, this had been a huge hit for the Shirelles back in 1960, where it was kind of a up-tempo pop song. But with King singing her own composition, it's a very subdued, very uh, laid back and plaintive piano song. And essentially it's the song saying, I know you want me and I want you, but if we get through this and we we do what we're leading up to, tomorrow, will you still love me? I think it was probably something uh, that girls everywhere had to deal with. I look back on my own, uh, adolescent predatory self and, and realized that, you know, girls looked at intimacy much differently than guys did for them. This was the beginning of the rest of my life. If I give myself to you, then we're heading for marriage, family, and happily forever after. At least that's what's in the mind of the 17 year old girl. Right. And, uh, and guys are, Not looking at it quite that way, I'll be honest with you. So I think this song, uh, again, when we move from Janice Ian's at 17 to Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow, that first crush and that first dating situation, that first steady relationship that ultimately leads to that first moment where you have to make the decision to go all the way or to walk away. I think that's a reality that girls experience in a much, much more emotional and and um, and spiritual way, almost, than guys do. And, and it's a shame that guys don't quite work the same way that girls do, but they just don't. And as a guy, I listened to this song, and especially Carol King's version of this song, and it really resonates to me now as an older man who has daughters and granddaughters. um, And I look at this and I hear the song and I just think, wow, what a, what a difficult and challenging moment for a woman. It must be to have to make that decision. Is this the right man? Is this the right time? Is this what I should do? And that's really the answer. You know, will you still love me tomorrow? I think the, the great last line of the song, tell me now and i won't ask again will you still love me tomorrow i think is not only really heartrending it's it's so real and i think it's the way a lot, a lot of, of girls, girls not only felt in 1971 but they still feel today it's not changed at all third song on my list is from carly simon's first album titled carly simon It was also released in 1971. And she starts the album out with this song called That's the Way I've Always Heard It Should Be, which may go down in history as the longest song title of all time. But what an interesting little song this is. She's basically telling the story of her own life. She's still living at home. It's post-college, because she references all the girlfriends that she had in college who have now gone on to be married, to have children, to have lives, lawns, and all of the issues that come with married life. And she has this relationship, and the man is saying, look, we need to move in together. It's time for us to be married and start a family of our own. And she's resistant to the idea on one side, on the other side, she's dealing with this feeling that that is the natural way things should go. And yes, I should, we should do this. It's a really, really beautifully written song. It's a very smart song. And it's, it's a song that, again, reveals this internal struggle that women have. As a guy, I listen to this song and I think, you know, I can see it. I can see that, that, hesitation to jump in, to do the things that you have been raised to believe you should do as she references her father sitting in front of the television and her mother reading magazines in the master bedroom, completely separate, living these separate lives. This is what I've seen. In fact, she even makes the point in the song, I don't know what's true. I only know what I've seen. And what I've seen is that this marriage thing is harder than we think it is. And still, you say it's time for us to move in together, start a family of our own. That's the way I've always heard it should be. You want to marry me? And so we will Mary. I think this is a wonderful, it's a beautiful song. Uh, but again, it, it takes us into that that moment of angst. That women have that guys just don't have. I mean, once a guy's made his decision, yes, we're going to get married, um, you don't really think too much about it. But it's very interesting to see this unfolding from a woman's perspective. So there you go. Janice Ian at 17. Carol King, will you still love me tomorrow? Carly Simon. That's the way I've always heard it should be. The woman in our story has made the decision to get married. And let's see what happens next when we come back. Don't go anywhere. I've got two more songs for you. I'll be right back. And so the heroine of our story has made the decision to get married and moves on. Which leads us to the next song in my list, which is from Linda Ronstadt. Now, if you have been listening and paying attention, you know that I love Linda Ronstadt. I think that she is just uh, one of the most fantastic female vocalists. Um, Now, all of these ladies that I'm presenting in this uh, episode are female vocalists that I personally enjoy. But Linda Ronstadt holds a special place for me. I really, really love her music. In 1975, she released the album Heart Like a Wheel. It was her last album for Capitol Records before she went to Asylum, the David Geffen label. And on that album, she releases a song, It Doesn't Matter Anymore. And this is one of the most heart-rending breakup songs that ever happened. Basically, the, the whole gist of the song is, you know what, we did everything we could. It's still falling apart. I guess it doesn't matter anymore. There's no use in me crying. I've done everything and I'm sick of trying. That is such a hard lyric to listen to. Interestingly enough, the song was written by Paul Anka. Paul Anka, who wrote so many of the, you know, 60s pop hits. And of course had his own big hit with Having My Baby somewhere around 1973. But he's the writer of the song. But from a woman's perspective, it's the the reality of this relationship that I had put everything into is crashing and burning. It's all falling apart. And her voice and, and the way she interprets the song is just really it's really a heartbreaking moment. Again, it takes us back to this reality that for women, when when they enter into a relationship They throw their whole self into it. They become so vulnerable and they're so deeply attached. And then when everything goes wrong, the pain is is so tragic. I think we we live in a world now, uh, again, this was from 1975. Uh, My own parents would be divorced in 1976. And it was pretty pretty rare at that point for people to be divorced. That just wasn't the normal thing. You know, of course we live in divorce culture now, or we actually are living in a world where weddings are falling out of vogue. People just aren't getting married. But, you know, I think, I think women especially, and and from a woman's perspective, and my take on a woman's perspective is, you know, they, they just, pour themselves out, they fall in love with a guy and they are 100% committed to that guy. And the guy often fails, (laughs) you know, sometimes, sometimes women fail. I'm not saying that everyone's perfect, but I think more often than not, it's the guy who's, you know, has the Roman guy, the guy who is the infidelities. It's the guy who usually uh, instigates the breaking up, of the marriage. My own dad was the one who left because he fell in love with someone else. Couldn't live without her for at least a few years till he met his next wife. But anyway, that's a, another story. This is just a beautiful song. Uh, it's a, it's a country tinged song. Uh, but, you know, heart like a wheel, m- probably my favorite Linda Ronstadt album. And this is just a high point on it. It's a beautiful song. Uh, and again, it, it, it just reminds us, you know, that girls start out with these hopes and these dreams of meeting the right guy and falling in love. And then, and then it happens. And then you're, they're asking, you know, if I give you a, myself, if I really lay myself out and allow you to have me, are you going to love me tomorrow? And you do. And then, Then I begin feeling this pressure to conform and and this is what I'm supposed to do because it's what I've always heard I should do. And then we make the move. And then it turns out that living together and being married is a lot harder than people realize. And it's all falling apart. And I guess it just doesn't matter anymore. Now, if I left the story here, it would be a really tragic story, and it's a story that's happened many, many times, so I'm not saying that it's an unusual story, but I don't want to leave on that tragic note. And so I'm going to take us again to 1975, Emmylou Harris on her second solo album, the Elite Hotel album, and she does a version of Together Again. It's a great Buck Owens song, really. It's a great country song, but in Emmylou Harris's... Version the way she interprets it, it is very, very just it's just such a rewarding and, and lovely tune. I love Emmylou Lou Harris, I love her voice, I love the way she sings, I love the songs she chooses. She's a very, uh, if you listen to her uh, discography, she's very eclectic. She's not just a country artist, she does bluegrass, she does roots music, she does rock and roll, she sings Chuck Berry songs. I mean, she's got it all and this particular version of together again is is so hopeful and it's a great hopeful song Again, buck owens his version of it is is that same hopeful thing hey you're back we're together and now everything is right the world is right we're together again uh i would highly encourage you to go out and find this song get uh, i've actually got it on the profiles Album, which is kind of Lou Harris's first greatest hits collection, uh, but it's released on Elite Hotel from 1975. I would highly recommend that uh, you get some Lou Harris because everything I've ever got from her are just great records, and what a great voice, and what a great storyteller. So, here's our story. At 17, this girl is feeling disconnected. Nobody loves her. She's staying at home writing. Valentine's to herself and making up lovers on the phone. And then the guy comes along, sweeps her off her feet and he wants to go further than she's comfortable. And she wants to know if, if we do this, will you love me tomorrow? Well, the answer is yes. He does love her tomorrow. In fact, they continue to grow together. And he says, look, it's time for us to move in together. It's time for us to get married and start a family of our own. And she realizes that's her choice is either to leave this guy or move forward and they move forward. But when they get into that committed relationship, when they move in together, they find out things are much more difficult than it was and things are falling apart. I guess it doesn't matter anymore, but then there's a turn of events because he comes back and she receives him back. And there's this joyous reunion And they are together again. And we're going to leave the story right there, believing that this couple then moved on to have kids, have lives, love each other, and be looking forward to celebrating their 38th wedding anniversary next summer. Because really this story is my own. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. I definitely encourage you to go out and check out these wonderful women artists, I Like Lady Singers, and Janice Ian, Carole King, Carly Simon, Linda Ronstead, and Emmylou Harris are all fantastic artists. And so you should go check out their discographies and learn more about them. Enjoy them because they are lovely and they're wonderful. Until next time, remember, travel well, enjoy the journey, and never, ever doubt There is the perfect person for you. And you are deeply loved. See you next time. I sure hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Eclectic Monk. And I'd appreciate it if you would like this episode, subscribe to the channel, and share it with people in social media, and just by word of mouth. And I invite you to check out my website, theeclecticmonk.com. Dot com where you'll find my web store my video vlog my backlog of music videos and all kind of different stuff hey we're on this journey together let's enjoy it and again thank you so much